Hello. <laughs> well, every, every single podcast I do, I have to apologize for my sausage fingers. I it, some some days it works and some days it doesn't. And then I'm talking about my sausage fingers now, not not the podcast software. So I apologize for keeping you waiting for about five minutes. Um oh, no worries. I, I should welcome you. Um welcome to Will Talk Military. Um, a fellow Will, uh, Will Spicer from the Veterans Forge. And uh, uh, as I say, many thanks for waiting. And it's, uh, it's a real pleasure to speak to you today, Will. Um, I suppose really the, what I really would like to ask is, what, what is the Veterans Forge? What's it all about? Um, well, if it's okay, I'll, I'll, we're going to start uh, popping out a newsletter and I've written a, a little bit for the newsletter. And if you don't mind me reading that out, it will help me cover uh, what it is and what we're about on that side of things. That will be perfect. <clears throat> okay. Uh, about the Veterans Forge. First, I would like to talk to you about our ethos, which is twofold. Firstly, the side of the combined forces. The forge is like a multi-cap badge corpse type of thing. Uh, and the veterans can take part in activities together or as groups on set days. We promote the banter and teamwork family side of the combined forces life with the opportunity to do as much or as little as you like at your own pace. We are privileged to have on the team currently serving members of the armed forces um, we've got a WA2 from the Remi and uh, an RSM from the, uh, sorry, uh, a Sergeant Major from the Marines. Um, feel free to check out who we are on our website. This camaraderie is very important to us just as much as the blacksmithing side. We would like to assist all regular reserve and veterans of the armed forces in learning blacksmithing. This promotes teamwork, mental discipline and well-being from the practice and helps with anger management. Uh, we want to support any armed forces groups that would like to train to enter the armed forces blacksmithing competition at the Bath and West show, where we would like to start a veterans blacksmithing competition. The passion from those involved is, in the veterans forge is clear uh, from the flags of their regiments that adorn the walls of the forge. So we've got guys coming in uh, and they brought the flags of their regiments down and uh, they go around the top of, of the, the, the walls of the forge. And it, it looks really good. It's, it's uh, really homely. Um, the other way of things at the forge is to promote teamwork and teaching experience. It's a bit like when you go to a martial arts club as a rough sort of rule of thumb, the beginners teach the new starters with the aid of the more experience. The more experience learned from the top instructors and it filters down like black belts teaching brown and so on. We don't exclude from instruction and we invite others to watch and learn. So through practice, when the beginners come to learn the more advanced stuff, they've seen it a few times already, therefore it's less daunting. Uh, the Japanese have a saying, when the work goes into the fire, the Smith's mind goes in too. Uh, you can't rush like this. Uh, speed comes with time. It's not like martial, it, it's a lot like martial arts. Uh, practicing sets together uh, to get better. 
but with blacksmithing, you're hitting steel, not someone else. Uh, mm-hmm. Zen of the art of blacksmithing, helping you to forget yourself and find a new you. We're forging people as well as iron. Fantastic. It's, it's, a, it's a really, really interesting concept. I was, I was, what was your thinking? What, why did you start the forge? What was your thinking behind that? Um, well, some personal experience of uh, loss of life. Um, my brother was murdered and how that affected me. I had a severe cognitive uh, burnout breakdown. Uh, it left me in a, a state uh, that I've had to work back from. Uh, the state was that um, uh, when it first started and for a few years when it was really bad, um, I would, if I wanted to get up and hoover, if I wanted to do the washing up or go out the front door, I'd throw up and soil my pants, I'm afraid. And my partner at the time spent a lot of time with some bloke sat on the toilet with his trousers around his ankles with a lot of shit in there and uh, my hands covered in puke because I tried to catch it. Um, yeah, it was um, tough and I've had to, a hard, hard road uh, working back from that. You know, little baby steps every day just to try and uh, get back. I mean, I, I, I still have problems now. I still retch and throw up when things get stressful. Um, you know, some mornings the guys will come in and within the space of a couple of hours, I've thrown up three times. But, you know, right. um, this is my therapy. It, it, it's good for me to do the blacksmithing. It's good to me for, for me to have those guys around me and vice versa. We all sort of team together, achieve more and look after each other, you know. It's, it's about building a, an understanding group of people. And yeah. Can I, in terms <coughs> can I... of actually, sorry, sorry to cut across you there. I, no, it's fine. I, I just wanted to add that from being in that situation and, and going through that, um, you know, I've thought about um, can I get through this? Am I going to get better? And I had some pretty dark times. Um, and I was on the internet and I was looking at the beacon alerts and seeing all these guys the veterans that were going missing um and i was just looking at all the different charities and stuff out there and i wanted to do something i just wanted to do something to you know um where where we were helping each other and it was mutually beneficial um so um you know that's the other reason as well uh, you know, the main reason, um, seeing that I, I wasn't on my own suffering like that and there was a lot of other people out there. And I just thought, what would, for, for me, from my personal perspective, what would, what, would, what would help? And I just thought, I thought being creative and doing something manly, uh, blacksmithing, making something, um, you know, giving, um, yeah, being creative, uh, for the sense of well-being and, you know, when the guys forge and um, make, a, make something, they smile and they say, oh, thanks for such a great day, really enjoyed it. That's, that, that's the bit that helps me get better. I'm doing something, a sense of worth 
all that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. you know. And actually, in terms of blacksmithing itself, was there something in particular that brought you to that? Or was it just something that an idea that flashed in your mind and you thought, right, I'm doing that? Was there a particular lead into blacksmithing or what inspired uh, you to choose blacksmithing? It's something that's been um, for most of my life from a young child watching um, the film Great Expectations and the guy who had a mysterious benefactor and um, you know he went off to learn blacksmithing proved himself uh, were, uh, you know good at that and then he went off to London to um, uh, become a gentleman uh, the blacksmithing side sort of uh, caught me uh, and I used to watch films uh, just to watch the, 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 the blacksmithing side of it um, or, or part of that. Um, and then I'd go out into my dad's garage and I taught myself to weld and uh, played around a bit. Um, and then the guy who was um, um, ex-SAS when I was in my 20s had a metal fabrication company and he had a forge and he taught, taught me a thing or two. Great guy to work for, really funny. Um, and he was, even when he wasn't teaching his way, the way he did things, he was, you know, just somebody you could learn off just by being around them. Um, and then it, you know, went out again. I'd done a little bit there, but, <clears throat> you know, I, for me, um, part of what I'd done to get better was restore an old Land Rover. Uh, and I just thought, yeah, it's got to be something practical. Uh, it's got to be something um, that, you know, um, everyone can have an interest in. Or if they don't, it would be a nice day and a, a nice experience for them. Uh, and it just that underlying thing that's been on a back boiler of something I wanted to do, um, the blacksmithing, um, came into fruition, really. And I think when we've spoken before, you said it's it's that whole thing of a um, a sort of gentle environment where people can learn at their own pace and and do things together. It's a communicative thing as well. It's it's not just about shaping the metal. It's about conversations. It's about I remember you saying before it's as much about sweeping up and making tea for people as it is about shaping the metal and and firing the forge. Um, well. Um... For that side of things, um, we are now mutually endorsing each other, uh, Kingston Moorwood College and the Veterans Forge. And we've just finished all the paperwork for that. And we have their um, some of their students coming to us for extra help. Um, so, you know, Kingston Moorwood course three days a week, leaves two other days. And those guys that are struggling, or need a little bit of extra help, or just want to come in to um, really get ahead of the game. Um, they're well, you know, we welcome them in. And when we have big groups of veterans come down, sometimes we'll get Kingston Moorwood guys to come in and help uh, give a one-on-one -on -one support for the veterans that we have in, uh, which makes it um, fun. Uh, you know, we've. The guys that have done it, uh, they get lost because they're talking to a young person that's forming and just going out into the world. And um, the young guys find it fascinating to talk to a veteran, um, you know, and 
they're not doing um uh, they've all got their own um disability um and you know the last time we did that um everyone left with smiles on their faces and had a great day really enjoyed themselves uh the veterans said well will um i lost myself i haven't worked so hard in such a long time i need to sit down uh it, loved it well, I suppose as well that it's a, it's a, as you say, it's a great chance for the students to meet veterans in a different environment because with the world we live in these days, um, people don't necessarily know that many veterans or any veterans at all. And it's a great way, as you say, for the veterans to meet younger people and help them and advise them. But equally for the, the students to get an understanding of, you know, what it means to be a veteran, some of the challenges veterans have. So it's a, it, from a community yeah. perspective, it's a brilliant activity. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, you know, one hand washing the other. And on the, um, on that day, we had uh, our currently serving um, director of the Forge is a currently serving WO2 with the Remi attached to 77. Um, he came down and uh, helped... Uh, the staff of the forge oversee and step in and uh, make sure it, not that we have to do that a lot because the guys at Kingston Warwood uh, have already done everything that um, you know a group of veterans on their first day would have done anyway because they're year two students um, but you know to help out and um, uh, you know advise and support um, the, the sweeping up side of things and the, and the making cups of tea side of yeah. things um, is more for the, the the guys from Kingston Moorwood that come over that that are um, uh, doing uh, two days a week. Uh, we've got at the moment we've got one of those guys, um, and what I've said to him is right. This is old school. We don't do lead times. We take our time about doing stuff. It's about learning and um, we're here to support you. And what we'd like for you to do is, yep, yeah, you've got to do the jobs of sweeping up and making tea because there's going to be things that you can't do at the moment. Um, so what we want you to do is watch what we're doing. Uh, it was a lot like when I served uh, a, uh, an apprenticeship back in the day the first thing you do is you sweep up and you make tea because they, you know, we're looking for you to do the same thing as the people were looking at me to do. Show curiosity, ask questions, learn, watch and learn what's going on around you so that when you're looking, when you get to take part in a job, you know what tools are needed for, for what job. And, uh, um, you know, if we're working together and, I'm doing something and my hands are full. You can grab the tool and we can carry on. That shows us that you're learning, you're interested and, uh, um, you know, uh, you want to be part of that. Um, and I think that that old school way of doing it um, is, is the best way forward because it gives um, a lot of it. It teaches at um, a real life pace rather than just taking, um, you know, we've all been to college uh, and 
it's very important to learn all the um, uh, college side of uh, welding and blacksmithing and, and getting all the theory down and all that kind of stuff. But it's um, just as important to have the real life experience. Um, I was told going to college is a bit like doing your driving license and then you go out into the world and learn to drive after you passed your test. It's a bit like that. Very true. Yeah. And it's what you're giving them is that kind of real workaday experience and, and understanding of how things work and in, in, the, in the working environment as well as the sort of theory side. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, and I think you know, keeping up and making tea is, is always, it's about that investment in the setup. And that sounds a bit vague to say, but I always think it's, you know, it's not just about the shiny stuff. It's if you've swept yeah. up and made tea for people, you're 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 learning that it's not all shiny and, and exciting. You've got to do the stuff yeah. to, to keep things ship shape. And that's that's well, great what, training, I always think. Yeah, I mean, it's also a good life skill, you know. Um you want to have a clean, tidy working environment and having that shiny habit. Bit, shiny mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's like this one lad I said to him, Well, you know. I'd, for me, uh, if I was in your situation now, I'd look at it as everything I've just said to you, but also that when you go out there and you want to set up your own little business, um, sweeping up and tidying up is going to be an automatic habit. You're not even going to think about it. And you're going to be keeping your work environment in the future nice and clean and tidy and swept up because that's the way things are done. Yeah. And, you know, it's health and safety. It's um, so we're teaching good habits, uh, tidy workshop, all that kind of stuff, you know. It's and that all makes for a, a better and, and some people would argue a, a safer working environment too, um, being clean and tidy, particularly when you're dealing with uh, hot metal, I imagine yeah. is, is, is crucial. Yeah. <laughs> for yeah. obvious reasons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to grab the wrong end of the stick with that one. <laughs> it's, it, it's, but I guess it's building up that discipline to stop that sort of thing happen because people do strange things if they haven't had that discipline and training and build up, and that's what you provide as well. So, yeah, yeah. I can see exactly the thinking behind that. It's a, a good basis for moving forwards. I was, I was going to ask you in terms of in terms of moving forwards, a nice little link there, and in. in what, in, in terms of the forge itself, what are your, your plans for this year? Are there any sort of specific activities that you're supporting? Is there a outside of the forge or within the forge? Um, well, what we do is when um, we do go out of the forge a lot, we go to um, different shows and events and we, um, we help uh, promote... Um, different things i mean if you have a look at our facebook group um we we let everybody um post there uh, to make everybody aware of what's going on not just the blacks uh, you know the veterans forge and blacksmithing because you know there could be other help that they need or there could be an event or something fun that they'd like to go and do um because we're you know just team together achieve more kind of attitude yeah um and in that, um, you know, we go to the armed forces do's at the tank museum 
uh, where we don't take the forges. We just have a stand with some of the stuff we've made and we give talks to people about what we do. Um, is, that, is that Bovington? Yes. Is that yeah. Um, and then um, we do local shows, fairs, fates, all that kind of stuff. Um, and, you know, uh, the guys that are with us that are training to be staff um, or our staff, um, they come along and help support the Forge at those events. Uh, they bring their partners. Uh, they go, you know, we do a, a stag rotor who's on the forges and doing what. So, you know, the guys get to go and have a look at the show and uh, do something with the forge at the same time and have a good day. Um, there's um, for, um, one of the, a few of the things that we're doing this year are um, on the 8th of May, uh, Swanage has got a VE day uh, street party. Um, and they've got a, a big patch up at Sandpit Sam Fields, put my teeth back in. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we'll be um, supporting, uh, you know, it's just a mutual support thing. Uh, we'll be going along there, uh, getting involved, uh, doing blacksmithing, have a go day sessions uh, and selling stock. Um, there's the um, Venfest. Um, we're going there, um, which is a massive. Um, it's a, it's a, it's quite a big do uh, with regards to um, eating venison, really. So, wow. uh, same thing, you know. Uh, do some have a go sessions and uh, get the forge's name out there. Uh, get you know we're looking we're looking for veterans and currently serving, and we can show them. Uh, firsthand what we're doing, what we're about. They can meet the other guys and uh, have a chat to them. Uh, we're doing um, the New Forest show. Uh, we're doing uh, Bath and West show. Uh, and we're doing the Purbeck rally. Um, and that's uh, just where we go out with our mobile kit and uh, uh, you know, get involved there. Um, also, this year we've got uh, a group from Blind Veterans UK booked in. We've got a group from Blesma booked in. Um, we're hoping to get the guys from Safa back again um, and, you know, uh, make inroads for um, some of the other charities to come on board, um, you know, to come and have a, a day. Uh, I mean, I'm up for creating um, a where we're situated uh, in the Purbex uh, near Swanage, in between Swanage and Corfe Castle. There's a lot of stuff to do for some, you know, to get away from it. Um, and we have Heroes Haven, uh, which is a, a log cabin that's been specially designed for uh, veterans with PTSD, triple amputees, um, they birth six, and you can, you know, get um, the family and a carer to come along, or uh, Blesma use it to book in groups um, and see the area, 
come and visit the forge, uh, do a, a day or a couple of days at the forge, uh, that kind of thing. It's, um, you know, it's really nice. So you've got a, it's a great little sort of symbiotic ecosystem there for, for veterans to come along and be, be accommodated to, to come down to the forge. It's uh, and of course you're, you're right on, uh, you know, on the, on the coast in Dorset there. So it's, yeah, you know, it's yeah. a lovely, lovely part of the world. No, fantastic. Yeah, it's, I was, it's I was a, going to ask, sorry. No, go on, carry on. I was going to ask you because I know something you mentioned when we've spoken previously is about um, the, uh, the army have a blacksmithing competition. And I think you mentioned that, that and no disrespect to the Remy for Remy listeners, but the Remy are really the only corps now that have blacksmiths as part of their um, training, uh, yeah. official training. And um, you want to help. Uh, other units get involved with that competition is that right yeah i mean the the household uh, mounted cavalry regiment um have farriers um but i i think that um the government is um like it's been doing with um a lot of other services that used to be in house with the armed forces um, they are putting it out to tender the work. So the, um, and more so with the household cavalry than anywhere. I think a few years ago, as in a couple of years ago, the um, engineers uh, blacksmithing side was uh, cut down. So there are time served um soldiers still serving that have those skills they don't have not sure if they've got the facility to keep practicing it um but yeah the remy do do really well at the um uh, bath and west show and uh, you know um one of our directors is remy and a master welder and a blacksmith um and you, you know um i think um, a proper proper sports day of it uh, where you know we want to help guys that uh, if you're one of those guys that um, wants to come and practice your blacksmithing to go to the Bath and West show to give uh, the other regiments a run for their money or um, you uh, fancy taking it up from scratch and learning whether you're a veteran or uh, currently serving or reserves um come along come and get some training and let's go to the bath and west and uh you know we'd like to start up a veterans competition as well um yeah yeah i I'm, i feel very positive about it, it um and yeah. well yes, fantastic it, stuff yeah. anyone from listening for whether they're veterans or serving who's interested should uh to get in touch with you and maybe we can get some real regimental rivalry in, in blacksmithing going. <laughs> it wouldn't yeah, take much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's ever going to be like the Army v the Navy rugby competition, but I'm sure we'll have as much fun. <laughs> it's Well, you never know with these things because uh, it's. I, I've always thought it's a bit like steam engine driving and motor racing and other things, blacksmithing and that whole working with metal hot metal is kind of one of those boyhood dreams for lots and lots of people. I think not yeah. within, without the military. I think everyone would love to have a bash at that. Um, Quite literally and, a bash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
everybody wants to, um, you know, you've got their fantasies of making their own. One the, um, strangely enough, most people that are veterans have said, "I want to make a big double-headed axe, like you see in the Conan the Barbarian or something like that." <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a lot of guys that want to make swords and knives. Um, we are uh, anti-knife crime, and part of what we don't do is we don't make swords. We'll make axes, but we don't make swords. And we don't make knives or daggers or anything that could be um, on the knives and swords front, uh, weapons like that, um, because we are we are very cheap with what we do price wise, um, and you know we leave the knife making to the rest of the blacksmithing world so that we're sure. not hurting them. Uh, so yeah. it's got a nice balance to it. And also because of our anti-knife crime stance, um, the reason I had a, a part, part of the reason I had my nervous breakdown was because my, my brother um, was in a flat and a gentleman walked in there and stabbed him in the throat uh, and killed him, really. Uh, yeah. There was a 999 call that covered it. You heard the knife enter his neck. And, well, I mean, you know, the, the, the Blake's... My brother said to the guy, I know you're going to kill me. And the Blake said, yeah. And then my brother said, don't care. And you heard the knife squitch into his neck and him shout, die, you bastard, die. And... Um, uh, yeah, you don't... Uh, yeah, I it totally was, understand. I totally understand why you... And he left, he left the courtroom... Of, he left the courtroom a free man. My God. And there was witnesses as well. Uh, how does that happen? I lost my faith in humanity. And, uh, yeah, it, it, it bent me out of shape big time. Yeah. Um, and you, yeah. This uh, is what you said. This is what the forge is about is about, I guess, reshaping faith in humanity, your faith in humanity and, and reshaping people helping them build up their lives again. And that's what it's about. Yeah, yeah that's definitely. Your yeah. It, it, I mean, just the fact you've turned a very dreadful, dreadful situation like that around and made it into something positive in your mind in terms of the Veterans Forge, again, I think is, is massive credit to you, Will. Massive credit to you. It really is a, a fantastic thing you've done. Not just for yourself, but for many, many other people, as you say, you've had people come along who've had very, very serious issues and you know. through the forge, you've been able to work through something. As you said, I think when we spoke before, you mentioned about somebody who I think had very, very serious anger management issues and was able to, by working with a metal, literally work out that anger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for people, we've had a couple. I'm just going to gloss over it because I don't want to give people's personal information or say too much about them. But we've had a few people come in, um, and uh, they've had anger management problems. I've spent a day in the forge and heating a bit of metal up and beating the crap out of it, 
on an anvil. I mean, even if it's, you know, it, um, it's just making things, you're physically active. Um, and it gets rid of the, helps get rid of the aggression. Now, a lot of people in their younger years uh, and getting on a bit, uh, you know, to the, um, where they're capable, I think is a better term, um, they've got a way of uh, getting rid of that everyday tensions and frustrations. And then you, through jogging, running, doing a martial art, all kinds of stuff, um, but find it, if they've got, uh, PTSD or depression or anxiety problems or a missing limb uh, find problems with pursuing that kind of activity or that yeah. they're older um, you know in their 50s um, and up um, I mean 60 I think our, uh, one of our instructors is 67 and uh, yeah, he's he's still blacksmithing away. Um, that, that's not supposed to be old these days. <laughs> no, supposed to be still and, uh, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, for guys that have got other issues like uh, weight problems um, or uh, they're struggling to get motivated, a day in the forge, um, you know helps with the anger management side. They've been creative. They've made something. They're getting a cat. They're, they're planting the seed of the can do attitude. You know, you can get a bit of straight metal or something, um, do a bit of upcycling. Uh, they can make things. Uh, it's, it, um, it's brilliant. You know, you, you come in, take, something that was either something else like a car spring or a truck spring or uh, whatever that's upcycling, turn it into something else. Uh, we had a guy who was a, uh, a veteran from the RAF and um, he came in and made, he, he had a Land Rover and what he wanted was to convert a spare wheel so that it would attach to his Land Rover, but it was also a fire pot for cooking when he went camping so we helped him make that um and there's lots of stuff but you know the the smile the change from that person coming in and walking away with something that they've made the positive mental attitude uh you know the de-stress because you're um hitting something and getting you're being physical and you're hitting something that helps with the de-stressing um and the uh, creative side that helps with the mental well-being and all that kind of stuff watching people come in and sometimes it's over a few days but when they leave with what they've made and the smile on their faces because they're happy that's that's what it's about you know that's what it is about no and i it's like i said it's just a wonderful thing you're doing well and i think you've you've taken a situation a, de a, a desperate situation that you were in and with what happened to your brother as well and you've turned it into something incredibly positive um you know i um, really take my hat off to you well i really do i really really do thank you i mean people that know me I, I i did a lot of martial arts in my uh younger years and i read a lot of books on it on the philosophies and stuff like that um 
and you know it is what I've tried to use is its own weight against itself um I, I don't know if that makes sense or you can see it but I've tried to take um the bad and um just reverse its momentum and swing it round it is really hard to do really hard um when I first started up the forge in the first year it was tough um you know there was weeks and days and months when I wanted to give up and I wanted to stop but something would happen something would happen and it still happens today and the guys at the forge when these things happen we all look at each other and we go wow it must be meant to be kismet yeah. you know I don't know <laughs> it's it's also that thing as well as I, and I, I imagine for many people turning up at the forge, um, you can relate to their issues in a way, both as a, as a veteran and also what you've experienced in terms of the family in a way which really empathizes with them. It's, you can, you can meet them eye to eye in that, in that sort of trauma side of things to put it, to give it a name. And I think that yeah. also what people really respond to is that, you know, you are the real deal. You know, you have gone from a very dark place to a very light place by using the forge as a means to an end. And, and people must really, really pick up on that and take that. And you, and as you say, use that weight themselves to, to, to build themselves back up. And I, I guess that must be part of the huge success of the Veterans Forge. I, well, you know, um, I think it's, um, uh, as any officer should, he should lead by example and the front really is, yeah. you know, so as a, as a leader, I'm trying to sort of lead by example and show, look, okay. Um, yeah, life can hit. It's like that thing out of uh, Rocky where he goes on about um, doesn't matter how big you are, how tough you are, um, life can hit you. Life can hit you so hard, it will put you on your knees and have you weeping like a baby. And life can do that to you. And yeah. it's not what you can give, it's what you can take, as in, you know, on that, on that side of things. And you've just got to get up and get back on the horse and and get back in the saddle and 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 get on and move and forwards no matter what happens you've just got to just keep moving forwards the 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 guys from uh pilgrim bandits and the sas they've got um the same always a little further so when you think you're going to give up when you think you're going to drop when you think just go with that little bit further and something will happen and it will make all the difference and make it all worthwhile. You just got to push. It's, it's, it's that guts just to push that extra step that you, as you say, you've really led on. And I think that's what people must pick up on when they arrive is, is they, they can see that you have, A, you've walked in their shoes for want of a better cliche, but also that you, you understand. And I think, that is the the value of that is is immense and again i i, I really I, I i can't say enough how much i admire you and what you've done will really is a an incredible 
incredible story and an incredible incredible personal victory for you and you're passing on that to many many other people which is a wonderful thing you're doing it really is thank you if people can get into <laughs> well not at all no no i'm humbled i'm humbled it's a it's a it, it comes from a terrible story you know it's, it's a terrifying story that you've told and that sense of injustice and unfairness um you know it's clearly fueled you but it's it's something that that pe everyone can relate to um it's something that it's a it's as you say it's one of the great things in life that that, that i think really knocks people down it, it's it's not just the terrible things it's sometimes one has to put up with and tolerate unfairness and injustice and you know you can call that the system or you can call it bad luck whatever you want to call it it can really knock people down and anyone like yourself who's had that and picked themselves up is is a shining example full stop absolutely thank you i i have to say that I didn't do this on my own and I've you know as it started off with two of us and then I sort of spoke to other people about it and over the last few years it's built and built and more and more people have come on board and you know um, it's many shoulders to the plow, the plow that have um, helped make it what it is and where it's going for the future. And again, that's what that's what it's all about. It's about sharing, it's about teamwork. It's about all the yeah. things that, that veterans, whether it's the students who are who are coming to the forge or anyone else who's coming to the forge, but it's that it's that that's the quality that veterans really bring to any environment, is that ability to to come together, have a laugh, the banter, get on with something and build a team and for those veterans that miss that you're giving that back to them for those who've never experienced it be it the students or other people you're you're imbuing that in them which is a wonderful thing um and you're providing an environment where people can can just rebuild themselves and i i just think it's i think it's fantastic i really do Thank if you. if people want to get in touch what's the best way if people want to get in touch with veterans forge or come down and have a visit is it through the website or is there an, what's the best way um if you make contact um we'll pick it up and get back to you um there is the website which is the veteransforgecic.com or there's the email which is the veterans at the veteransforgecic.com uh, there's our Facebook group, which everyone's welcome to come and join. We've got uh, um, a good following on there. Uh, there's lots of information on there for veterans, not just blacksmithing. Um, and also there is uh, a contact number, which is 07565 405 103. Fantastic. Will, thank you very much indeed today um it's been a very emotional and enlightening podcast i um i think somewhere within there we've we've got another podcast to do that's maybe not about veterans forge but about other stuff because we could talk as with a lot of these podcasts we could talk all, all day 
yeah. but I'm aware you're, yeah. you're a busy man and you've yeah. got other you've got admin and a, and a and a and a business to run. So I better let you go. But Will, thank you so much for your time. And once again, it's been, absolute, thank you. It's been an well, absolute no. pleasure. Thank you. It's been um, not at all. It's been my pleasure. And and uh, I'm going to come down and see you sometime soon, or over and I should say over and over down. And um, I would encourage everyone else to do the same because your work is is fantastic, Will. And uh, we will speak again very soon. Many many thanks. Thank you. And, uh, Cheers. Yeah. Will. God bless you. Thank you. Take God care. Bless you too. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.